Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. Tech Guide. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated, this is the Tech Guide Podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech Guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide, episode 194. Hello and welcome to the podcast that always keeps you updated and always educated about the latest consumer news, products and opinions. Thanks for listening once again and thanks for downloading once again. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome aboard. We hope you enjoy the show. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the device that can help you avoid speeding tickets the technology that can halt cyberbullying, and the new IKEA virtual reality shopping experience. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Netgear X8 router. We're also going to check out the Nespresso Prodigio that lets you make your coffee with your smartphone. And we'll also take a look at the cases that can combine a phone case with a wallet. And we'll all finish it off with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products, and Norton, the company to help keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Plenty to get through, so let's jump straight in. Now, anyone who's ever received a speeding ticket will normally kick themselves the the fact that they got caught. Uh, secondly, because it's so expensive, and thirdly, because it costs you demerit points. Now, there are a lot of things to keep an eye out for on the road. The modern driver has to watch out for things like school zones, red light cameras, uh, speed cameras, speed traps. All these different things, changing speed limits in a short space of time. Uh, so, and especially if you're driving in an area that you're not really familiar with, it, it is it is really easy to miss a sign or to maybe be a few kilometres over the limit. It, we really do need to keep our our eyes and our minds on the road. And often when we're talking on the phone, we, we sometimes forget that we're about to drive into a school zone. It's it's three o'clock, and so things like that can can really sort of help, not not help us in in terms of uh, being put out there and at risk of of, uh, receiving a fine. There's been plenty of apps and GPS devices that can give you alerts and often distract you from the road. It means you've got to look at another screen to to receive these sorts of warnings. But over the weekend, I discovered a new device. Uh, It was actually the the people who created this device. It's a Kickstarter campaign actually contacted me and I, I was really taken with this new product that can actually help you avoid speeding tickets it's a tiny device called the trap tap now this is a small circular wireless device it sits on your dashboard or anywhere where you can easily see it while you're driving and what it does it's a button like it's a button shaped product and it can provide color coded alerts when you're approaching a danger zone whether it's a school zone 
uh, red light camera, speed camera, mobile speed camera, any other kind of speed trap, you can get a little warning. So rather than you having to look at a screen and work out what it's trying to warn you about, the color coding then tells you what it is. So maybe if you have a red light for a red light camera or green for a school zone. So it lets you set these different colors using a companion app as well. So TrapTap not only has developed this little product, but it has also developed a companion app as well. And what they've done is mapped every red light camera every fixed speed camera, every school zone in more than 60 countries around the world, including Australia. And this is perfectly legal to use. This isn't like a radar detector or anything like that. So it kind of uses, it uses GPS and on its, on its mapping, it has already specified these little speed traps. What you could also do, well, people are saying, well, how do you, how do you avoid a mobile speed trap or there may be a radar set up somewhere? Well, what users can do is actually mark the location and upload it to the TrapTap database. So everyone who's accessing that database will see these real-time updates. So you'll find out where there may be police positioned somewhere that particular day. And if someone has uploaded that information and, and put added that to the database, then you'll get that warning as well. A really handy little device. It is, uh, I mentioned it. It is in early development. It is being, uh, it is being marketed through Kickstarter. There is an opportunity to get in early to purchase a uh, a product at the early bird price. It will be priced at in US dollars. This is one twenty nine. So make that about one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy Australian. Where it'll go on sale later this year, but there is early bird pricing. I have put that link in my story at Tech Guide, so you can go to the Kickstarter page, get in early. But the device is, uh, it originally wanted 85000 Canadian dollars to, to kick itself off. It's already nearly doubled that in its Kickstarter project. So I think this is a device that has been very popular. So the story on Tech Guide uh, has been really popular. A lot of people are interested in finding out how they can get out of these, well, not get out of, but avoid speeding fines and losing demerit points. So you, you, you look at double demerit weekends and public holidays, and not only are you going to get slugged a lot of money, but you, you lose double demerit. So any any chance of getting a little heads up to avoid these kinds of fines, I think, will be welcomed. So if you want to check out that story, you can find it. And also there's a link to that uh, to the Kickstarter page if you want to get on board early. You can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Well, cyberbullying and bullying in general has been a problem for decades. It's, it's always been around. There's always been a schoolyard bully uh, someone who can is bossing other people around, intimidating other people in the playground and in the workplace even, it, it happens. And this has now migrated, it's evolved into an online style, cyberbullying as well, where this kind of intimidation and abuse can, can carry on 24-7. Years ago, when, when I was at school, if someone was being bullied, it would normally last between nine and three and you go home and you're okay. Well, 
in 2016, that's not the case with cyberbullying because it can continue online all day and all night and uh, has has uh, had some pretty nasty consequences. Uh, we've seen, heard cases of teenagers committing suicide and, and wanting to change schools and it's uh, caused a lot of pain and anguish for not only the person, that the, the child involved or the people involved, but also their families as well. So anything that comes along that can help stop cyberbullying I've got plenty of time for, and one of those is a new online technology called ReWord. Now, what this is, this is an extension, an, an add-on for a plug-in, I should say, for a browser. At the moment, it's for the Google Chrome browser. Reason why the people who produce this uh, decided along that road to uh, to use the Google Chrome browser is because it is a very common and a very popular browser used on school equipment, so school laptops. A lot of schools advise their students to buy a Google Chrome, a Chromebook, or to use a particular browser. So this is uh, created by a company called Headspace, and what it basically is is uh, this plug-in for your browser and if it detects any kind of intimidating language abusive language all these phrases that are often used by cyber bullies it works like a kind of spell checker so it strikes a red line through these words and then reminds that person it puts up messages saying for example it says remember you're writing to a person don't create another victim and you click the reword button and it'll give you an opportunity then to write something to change what you've already written, which has got a big red line through it anyway, or, or not to write anything at all. So I think what a terrific first step in in hopefully decreasing the incidence of cyberbullying. Apparently in, in Australia, according to Headspace's research, more than 450,000 Australians were victims of cyberbullying in 2013, 65% of 18 to 29 year olds in the US have also been harassed online and 78% of young people bullied online are aged just between 10 and 15 years old. This could be your child, this could be your son, this could be your daughter that is a victim of these cyber bullies. It could also be, uh, as unfortunate as it may sound, it could also be your son or your daughter who is the cyber bully. And this, this could potentially stop that behavior. And if it does that, then it's a great result that they're no longer a cyber bully, but it's also a better result that there are no longer any victims of that cyber bully. So I really applaud Headspace and their efforts here with ReWord. It is going to be rolled out to other browsers. So it'll be available as a plugins to other browsers. And I reckon you can bet your bottom dollar that it will also become a smartphone app in the near future as well. Great, great device, great product, I should say. ReWord, great technology there that can have the potential to make a lot of difference. And if you want to read more about it, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Now, virtual reality is uh, quite a big thing already in 2016. Uh, they are the buzzwords. Virtual reality, uh, we're seeing uh, virtual reality headsets. We, we've already seen the Samsung Gear VR. We've heard of the HTC Vive. There's going to be later this year the PlayStation VR 
it is all happening in the world of virtual reality. And as a result, there's been plenty of companies that are getting behind their technology to offer entirely new experiences around virtual reality. And one of those companies is the well-known home furnishings company, IKEA. Now, what IKEA is doing is launching a pilot program using an app to give customers a totally new way a new experience, a new shopping experience. Now, anyone who's been to IKEA uh, will probably say it's kind of like a virtual reality experience anyway because it's very hard to find your way out of the place. Well, in this case, the VR technology is actually going to be used in the company's kitchen department. Now, maybe not everybody knows that IKEA has quite a large uh, part, portion of the company. The business is dedicated towards people putting together your own kitchen. So you go in, you choose your layout, you choose your styling, you choose your colors, your handles, all the bells and whistles, you put them together. And at, the, at this point, up until now, all you could do was take a look at what you've created on paper. So you'd have to use your imagination and think, okay, it's this big, it can do this, I can open that drawer, I can do that. Well, now with the IKEA VR app that's been developed, you can actually, after you've designed your kitchen, you can actually then take a virtual walk through that kitchen. So you can check out the design, the colors, the features. So you're stepping inside this virtual room to check it out as if it's real. So when you do work into the, walk into the virtual version of your kitchen, you can do things like opening and closing drawers, moving things around, taking out kitchen utensils. And the, the great feature of this is... Not only can you experience it as yourself, so at your own height as an adult, but if you've got little ones in your family, say you've got young, young children, you can actually shrink yourself down to about three feet tall and walk through the same kitchen as a child. So help you, it will help uh, customers uncover any hidden dangers that may be there. You, you, you may find that your bench tops are a little bit too low your child might knock their head on this if they walk underneath or the drawers are too easy to access or where you've put all your detergents under the sink is, uh, is, is really easily accessible. I don't know, plenty of, plenty of ways for you to check out your kitchen from your child's perspective. Just that alone, I think, is a handy feature to help you avoid uh, creating a kitchen that might be a danger to your kids. So it's just an example, one of many examples we're going to see this year where virtual reality gives customers a better idea of what they're going to end up with. Of course, we're going to see VR used for all kinds of other things, like particularly gaming and entertainment. That's going to be a massive part of VR in 2016. But think of other ways that it is going to be used. And, and another way in particular is in real estate. I've heard of, of developers creating a virtual reality version of an apartment, for example. Say there's a, a development company that's, that's creating a, an apartment block, selling off the plan, and they're giving customers, potential buyers, the opportunity to walk through that apartment using VR. So you can, you can walk into the lounge room, you can look out the window, you can see your aspect. All these things gives you a better idea of what that's going to look like and feel like rather than just using your imagination. 
I did also have the chance to experience, uh, there's been a lot of talk lately about the development of a lot of sporting stadiums around Sydney. There's been talk about Allianz Stadium, Parramatta Stadium, but also of ANZ Stadium. And I was able to watch virtually, to see a virtual reality version of what ANZ Stadium has proposed as its new rectangular shape uh, covered stadium. I put on the headset and I was actually sitting in a seat halfway up uh, one of the bays. I could look behind me and see the seats behind me. I could look down towards the field, up at the roof, around. It's like I was there. So a great way to experience that atmosphere even before a single brick has been laid. So excellent new technology that's being used in a variety of ways here. And in IKEA's case with the kitchens, I think that's a pretty smart way of incorporating it. Stay tuned. I think IKEA's got a bit more up their sleeves, and I'm pretty sure other companies will be looking at that and thinking of ways they can put virtual reality to work for themselves as well. You want to check out that story? There's pictures and a whole explanation of what they're doing. You can check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. There's lots of valuable stuff on our computers, family photos, videos, tax and work documents. What would you do if it was all suddenly gone, encrypted and impossible to retrieve? Ransomware. That's malware that locks you out of your own files and then demands you to pay up or lose access to them forever. This is on the rise in Australia. In fact, Australia is now the most targeted country for ransomware attacks in the Southern Hemisphere. Norton Security Premium is a powerful internet security solution that can help keep you safe from ransomware by identifying and warning you against dodgy files before you click and backing up your files from your PC to the cloud so you'll always have a copy if anything goes awry. To learn more about how to protect your online life, visit au.norton.com. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennig. First up in the Tech Guide reviews for this week is a product from our other sponsor, Netgear. We'll, uh, we'll have a hear of their live read later, but the Netgear X8 is what we're looking at now. This is the big daddy of them all, their latest router that is a, it's a powerhouse device. This is the, it's got four antennas, uh, they're powered antennas, it offers 5.3 gigabits per second combined wireless speeds. It is easily the best Wi-Fi router that Netgear has produced. Now, Netgear, uh, they've introduced these active antennas. Now, what's an active antenna, I hear you say? Well, the tips of these antennas, have uh, they're, they're powered. So you see a little blue light at the top of each of the four. And what this power does is maintains the signal strength, top to bottom of the amplifier of, of the antennas, and onto the motherboard and back out again. On a regular router, this process, this signal transfer, results in 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 the sig- signal strength being lost or or being dec- being weakened. But with these active antennas, Netgear is able to maintain that strength in and out of 
the router. So into the motherboard, back out again, and the result is a really strong signal. So all the devices in your home will receive this much stronger signal. Now, apart from active antennas, of course, there's 802.11ac on board. So what this does, it for, it's got beam-forming technology. It's got a greater range, a greater quality to the network. So you'll find that your devices have a steadier, faster connection. Now, there are three bands. This is a tri-band router. So there's a, a 2.4 gigahertz band and two 5 gigahertz band. And the X8 is smart enough to know what you're doing and which band you should be using. It does this automatically. So if there's someone in your household who is streaming 4K Netflix in one room, someone else, your son or daughter, may be online gaming. Speed's really important there. And someone, some other people in another room may be just browsing the internet or doing a little bit of online shopping. What the X8 will do, it will prioritize those connections. So those, those high demand activities like your 4K streaming and online gaming will be designated to the 5 gigahertz band. There are two of those, remember, so it might, might put one of those on each. Your, your other activities, which are less demanding for the network, like your browsing and your online shopping, will then be designated and allocated the 2.4 gigahertz band so that everyone is getting the fastest speed possible. Now, the X8 itself, I've got to say, it, it, it looks, the design is really attractive. They've got these waves on the front and this blue band, the powered, uh, the active antennas with those little blue lights and the lights down the side. It actually looks uh, like a nice piece of kit. And what I ended up doing is actually mounting it on the wall. It's positioned on the wall right, right behind my computer here. And it looks terrific, especially when you turn the lights out. You see the little blue glowing lights on the active antennas and the flashing lights on the side. Uh, it looks great. One little design, uh, one thing I had a little problem with, my only gripe is that when you mount it on the wall, the ports are actually the Ethernet ports, and there's six of them. I'll talk about those in a moment. But there, they are then, when it's mounted on the wall, the ports are located on top. So... It kind of spoils the aesthetic a little bit where you've got your power cable, you've got your Ethernet connections, but they're coming from the top of the router, and so the cables have to come out of the top and down the side. It would have been a lot neater to have the cables coming out of the bottom. But in that case, if you if you were just resting the, the X8 on a desk, then uh, the the front of the router would actually be clean and the ports would be at the back. Because I decided to mount it on the wall, that was the downside of that, was having those ports at the top rather than coming out of the bottom. It would have been a little bit neater. Speaking of those Ethernet ports, uh, there are six of them. So four regulars. There are also, there are also two others that allow you to do what they call port aggregation. So you can use two Ethernet ports, the gigabit Ethernet ports, to connect to one device to make that connection even faster and more reliable. An example would be connecting a NAS drive, that's a network attached storage drive, to those aggregated ports so that you can stream content throughout your whole network even faster, even smoother and not not risking that at all so that you can you can designate those two ports for that for such a connection there are also four other ports usually there's only four ports on the back of a router uh, here you're getting six those other ports of course you can use to connect to your computer any any other wired device like a gaming console a blu-ray player 
a laptop computer, if you if they're close enough to have the cable connection, then you can do that. You can take advantage of that as well. Now, what I like about this product is that uh, it, it it looks great, it works great, and it it is it's got uh, multiple user multiple in multiple out technology which means that it can deliver multiple data streams per wi-fi band up to four data streams per wi-fi band so it's great for the modern day home where we're using things like netflix to stream 4k online gaming we've got plenty of devices so it can handle the growing number of devices that we have in our home uh, and of course, it uh, it is easy to set up. It, it can detect your network situation, and then if if you're attaching this to an existing router that may already have Wi-Fi built into it, you can then choose to have this as your primary Wi-Fi. You can then hide maybe the other SSID. It does let you step uh, along the way, step by step. It, it it walks you through the whole process. And then of course, you've got your Netgear Genie, which is your dashboard that allows you to control the network. Uh, change the name of the network, change the password. Uh, my networks are here named after all Star Wars characters, uh, funny enough. But it allows you to take that sort of control, set up a guest network, uh, set your parental controls, uh, all that sort of control using Netgear Genie. It is a nice top-down look at the network. Now, one downside is the price. It is $699, but I've got to say, this is probably one of the best routers, best wireless routers money can buy. This is priced at, the, at that level for a reason. It is far superior to other routers that I've tested. The X8 is designed to tick all the boxes for your home network. There's a lot of attention on your home network now in terms of people wanting performance. We've got Netflix and all these other services and increasing number of devices. So I think for peace of mind, if you do want true quality that'll serve you well today and into the future, then the Netgear X8 is definitely worth a look. Priced at $699 and my complete review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Often in the past, of uh, when speaking about new products and phones and gadgets and things, uh, people often joke to say, well, can it make a cup of coffee? Well, the next product I'm going to talk about actually can. It's the Nespresso Prodigio. Now, this is... An espresso machine, but an espresso machine with a difference. The difference being is that it is a smart machine, and you can actually pair your phone to the device and use that device, use your smartphone to brew your perfect coffee. So with Bluetooth on board, you can pair to the Prodigio and milk. That's the version I had. So you can have the Arachino to heat up your milk and froth up the milk. And by pairing your device, it allows you to do a few things. First of all, it allows you to brew your coffee. So once it's paired, you can then uh, hit start brewing and let you choose the different size of your brew. Like any Nespresso user will know, the sizes are Ristretto, which is 25 mil, Espresso, which is 40 mil, and Longo, which is 110 mil. So it lets you choose that. It also uh, lets you hit the start brewing button, and this thing will start working wirelessly from your device. Now, the other advantage of that sort of control is that you can set a schedule. So you can set a time 
to have your brew. You can schedule your brew. So one example would be you know that you've got to get up at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, you want to have your brew ready at 6.35. By the time you get into out of bed and dressed and whatever, you can have your coffee sitting there and waiting for you. Just make sure you pop in the pod the night before so that you can uh, it can then work. It'll, it'll The timer will activate at the time that you specify. Or another use would be you know you're going to be home in half an hour and you can then set your brew to uh, to work at that time and it'll be sitting there, a nice hot cup of espresso coffee waiting for you when you walk in the door. Now, as gimmicky as that might sound, it's actually really really handy, uh, especially scheduling your brew. Very cool uh, new feature. But there are other conveniences that comes with that connectivity. The first being uh, it allows you to take to keep stock of your pods. Uh, anyone who uses an espresso machine knows you get ten to a sleeve, and if when you're running low, you've got to take stock manually of what you've got in the cupboard, and then just remind yourself to buy some more pods. Well, with the Nespresso Prodigio, it allows you to count the number of pods, and so every time you use your smartphone to brew a coffee it will then reduce that number by one so that it's keeping stock of, of the pods. And when you get low enough down uh, to a, a small amount of pods, it will remind you that you need pods and then will even through the app allow you to order in some more. Another advantage is that it gives you maintenance reminders. A lot of people may not know that Nespresso machines need regular maintenance. And I, I don't mean you have to lift up, lift up the hood and give it an oil change, but it's sort of that's sort of like that. You, you need to, because you're running water constantly through this and, and uh, water has different hardness. The, you, you do a test on the Nespresso machine when you first buy it and it has a setting to, to match the hardness of your water. There's a little, little uh, strip that you dip in the water and whatever color it changes to, you set the hardness of the water to suit that because people living in different parts of the country and around the world, water has different hardness. Now, the result of that hardness are byproducts of, of that uh, things like lime and calcium that actually build up in the machine. So uh, on, a, on a normal Nespresso machine, you've you got, you got kind of got to keep a manual track of how many pods you've run through your machine uh, and, then, and then run your, your uh, descaling, uh, descaling solution through the machine. Well, with this Prodigio, with the, the, the connectivity, it gives you the notifications and tells you that you're due to, to do a descale and so that you can keep it fully maintained. A really handy new product, the Nespresso Prodigio, and reasonably priced too at three hundred and ninety nine dollars. And the the version that I that's the for the Nespresso Prodigio and milk. If you're not a milk drinker with your coffee, you can just get the Prodigio without the uh, the Arachino, which would be slightly cheaper. But that price I just quoted three hundred ninety nine is for the Nespresso Prodigio and milk. So it comes with that milk island. The water tank at the back actually swivels so that you can uh, position. Uh, on on your bench top exactly how you'd like it to sit and what I like about it too is that it really nailed the temperature of the coffee I like my coffee a little bit on the hotter side uh, I have used other machines other Nespresso machines that didn't quite get the temperature right that I have to zap in the microwave for 20 seconds to get it right but the Nespresso Prodigio absolutely nailed it and with such a variety of coffee pods there are so, many, so much more now than there were a few years ago you really can taste all the flavours in your coffee so if you love whipping up a little coffee at home the Nespresso 
Espresso Prodigio and Milk is the new high-tech coffee machine that allows you to use your smartphone to help you make your perfect cup of coffee. You want to read my full review? You can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, we all carry around a smartphone and we all carry around a wallet. Well, why carry both when you can just carry one? Otterbox, which is a pretty well-known brand in the smartphone, uh, the smartphone case category, and they they make the the cases that uh, offer drop protection, uh, very really sturdy cases to help keep your uh, your smartphone protected from any kind of drops, any shocks, and dusts and all that sort of stuff. Well, they've come up with a new series, the Strata series, that actually combines that strength and that that protection with a bit of style and and it has a leather book style cover and on the inside of that cover is a slot for you to put in maybe a couple of credit cards and some cash so rather than you having to carry a wallet as well as your phone you can carry one you can carry just the strata which allows you to keep your phone protected and carry maybe your license a credit card some cash so rather than having to fill your pockets up with other stuff you can just look after just the one device one uh, product the Strata with your phone on board, your credit cards, and also your money. Now, there's a little magnetic clasp that finishes it off, and it, it is it is look uh, with fine sort of got handcrafted styling and, and nice stitching around the front and the back. Uh, this is available for the iPhone 6 and 6s, and iPhone 6 and 6s Plus. So there's a uh, the smaller version and that larger version. Uh, with the larger version, the 6s Plus version. Uh, it also allows you to use the to position the screen your phone as a viewing stand. Uh, that only works on the larger one. The smaller one doesn't have that feature because it's just too small. The larger 6s and 6s, the 6 plus version, I should say, the 5.5 inch version, allows you then to position your phone as a viewing stand, so you can comfortably angle the screen for you to watch your content. And as I said, there's room for a couple of credit cards, some cash, maybe your driver's license, as well as your phone, of course. There's a little magnetic magnetic clasp so that the cover, when it's closed, it stays closed. It doesn't doesn't pop open, uh, and uh, the styling is, as I said, pretty good. It is available in three colors. It's burgundy, tan, and black. And, of course, all the buttons, all the switches, and all the ports and speakers and the headphone jack are all easily accessible. And if you're answering a call, uh, I've been using this as my case for the last week. If you're answering a call, you simply just, just fold the flap back to the back, to the rear panel of the, of the case, and you can just use the phone in your normal way. And then when you're done, you simply lock your phone up again and close that cover so you're protecting your screen as well as the uh, the phone itself. So the uh, the, the base of the phone, the, where the, the phone actually fits in, that is the, the Otterbox uh, typical strong, uh, sturdy case that can handle. It's been tested, drop tested, uh, and also tested against things like um, hand cream lotion and makeup and all those sorts of things. So it can withstand all that stuff, sweat. So it is sturdy. While it looks good uh, and it looks obviously like a stylish case, it's also a very protective case, can handle all that stuff you throw at it. So it's, it can handle all your day-to-day -day, uh, your day -to -day activities. Uh, you don't have to treat this thing with kid gloves. It can handle it. Uh, available now in black, tan, and burgundy. I'm using the black version at the moment, my uh, of my for my 6s plus, uh, and they're priced at 74.90. 
and you can check them out at techguide.com.au. I have uh, put, put pictures of both the uh, the smaller iPhone 6 version and 6S and the 6 and 6S Plus versions as well. And as I said, that full review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Introducing the Arlo Q. This is an AC-powered 1080p HD camera with audio and enhanced night vision that lets you see and hear in perfect detail. Arlo Q is designed to deliver the best experience indoors. It comes with two-way audio, so you can listen and talk back and forth. That means you can pop in to see how things are going at home while you're out. You can even set motion alerts to let you know if anything moves and use seven days of free cloud encodings to store a video record of your events online. Arlo, every angle covered. For more information, visit arlo.com forward slash au. Tech Guide. Now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. This week on the Tech Guide Help Desk, I had an interesting email from one of my readers, and he was asking about a way to scan and store documents and be able to access them from multiple devices. Now, you could, if you wanted to, get into a really expensive uh, document scanning service, and they'll put them on securely on a web on a on a cloud server. Uh, go through all those uh, all those steps. A really simple solution would be to buy a multifunction printer and to use the scanner on that multifunction printer and scan all your documents. And then sorting them by name, by date, uh, is really easy, offered with the software that comes with those multifunction scanners. And then what you can do is once you've got all your documents scanned, you can store them on a cloud drive, whether it's Google Drive, Dropbox, OneDrive, all these, all these iCloud, all these online storage systems, will then allow those documents to be accessible from any device, anywhere that you've got access to the internet. So you can do a search on those various platforms and find documents, how you've named them. Of course, you need to know what is named what and what dates are on them. So if you are searching for a particular account or a particular type of document, you can search by name, you can search by date. That's entirely up to you. But rather than going to enormous expense and engaging a company to to do all this for you, it's actually pretty cost-effective if you want to do it yourself. That is my advice to you. You can, uh, If you've got a multifunction printer, you may already own a multifunction printer. Check out the software that came with that multifunction printer. If you, if you threw away the disk or can't find it, oftentimes or always, you go to that company's website and just type in the model number of your printer and you'll see all the software that goes with it and you can download it straight through the website rather than having to install it off a disk. A lot of computers, especially laptops, even don't have a disk drive anymore. That's old school. You can do download that software through that company's website. So you want to scan your documents and search that out, that is how you do it. And that is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at our website, techguide.com.au. And if you've got a question for us, feel free to hit us up on the email, info at techguide.com.au. We need to give our special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton. 
the company that can help keep you, your family, and your devices safe online. Thanks for listening. It's been great, as always, having you with us. We're looking forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.